Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. In the just ended Ghanaian elections, some people had what they wanted, others didn't. In every competition, there is a winner and there is a loser. There are rumors going around that the elections were not fair and free. But I don't know. Let's the investigations continue. I can't draw any conclusions. Africa will continue to be one of the most trampled upon continents because one flaw of Africans is that they never change their mentalities. They hold on to one thing till they die. Ghana, which is one of the most prominent African countries, is always praised for peaceful elections and a whole lot of things. But Ghanaians are too committed to whatever organization they belong to. We have a lot of political parties in Ghana, about seven or eight of them. But most people belong to two particular parties that's the NPP and the NDC and what Ghanaians feel to miss is that during voting we don't vote according to which political party you belong to you weigh the two they've all been in power before which political party has addressed the major issues facing the countries the pressing issues facing the countries which party was able to solve most of the problems because no human being is 100% perfect so surely there will be some ups and downs somewhere when you weigh the two parties which of them has been able to achieve most then you look at the person being presented or represented by the party is the person capable of solving most of the Ghanaian problems that's how you vote but most Ghanaians vote first. Oh, I'm an MPP person. There's nothing that you do. Even if you put me at gunpoint, I'm still going to vote for the MPP. Meanwhile, you know that, oh, maybe the MPP came. They didn't really do anything. I belong to the NDC. Because the NDC is my party. I was born in it. My parents are NDC. My uncle is an NDC. Everything is NDC. So because NDC does not even perform well, that's what I'm going to vote for. If this mentality does not change, in about 30 years to come, Africa will even be worse than a jungle. A jungle will be more developed than Africa. Take a look at Africa. Africa has most resources than any other continent in this world. Africa is blessed with a lot of resources, a lot of natural resources. But what have we turned Africa to? Turn it to a place of corruption, swimming in nations wealth. People come to gather the nation's wealth and take it home for their families to enjoy. And the youth of nowadays have decided to involve and raise themselves with political issues. Instead of focusing on their education or finding proper and good jobs that will provide them with something valuable or something good for their families back at home to enjoy they are on the roads demonstrating fighting 
the unemployment rate in in, in Ghana alone is is it's too even in developing developed countries sorry if you check their unemployment rates like even in developed countries some very have very high unemployment rates so just imagine a a developing country Ghana is about 60 something years old we have not achieved anything any milestone since we gained independence we cannot boast of anything, anything that lasts long. So can't, can't we just put aside all this? I belong to this party. I belong to that party, and vote for someone who will come and change our lives. Must we always go? I belong to that party. Showing your, it's not necessary. Politics are politics. God ordained leaders. In the Bible, in the Quran, God told that there will be leaders to lead the people to a certain point. So the violence and and I don't know. Sometimes you hear educated people who have doctorates in certain fields and areas, and the way they open their mouth to speak on certain television programs, and you wonder like why? Did they just go to school to learn the books? Where are all the manners? Where did the manners go? It's high time Africans decided to change their mentalities. We are not saying change your mentalities and accept certain foolish policies from the Western powers. We are just saying that change your mentality so that Africa can continue to develop. Don't go to other countries and then you just be admiring like, oh, wow, see their buildings, see their song. We can also do it. But because we've decided to just swim in corruption and allow corrupt leaders to come and lead us there is no way where we'll be going back time can never be to be drawn back if it could be drawn back then it cannot be better than this more if you take the the voting turnout more more than 70 percent if 79 percent went i think only like two percent of them went to vote because they voted for people who knew who knew would bring change not because they belong to some party most people took money because they said they will vote for this person they will vote for that person it's not important the important question is when i vote you into power what will you do and we are blessed because they, they tell us what is in their manifestos, what they have, the plans they have for the country. So when you when the person comes into power, you've evaluated whatever the person's strength is. For example, a certain president, you've seen whatever he has been able to do according to the manifesto. Has he been able to fulfill it? The past one, he had manifesto, was he able to fulfill it? That's how we vote. We don't go and and vote because I belong to this party, I belong to that party. If Ghanaians continue to vote that way, in 10 years to come, I bet you Ghana will be a slum. Will be a slum and there will be no headed directions. Ghana is like ants that water has been spilled on them. You see how they move helter skelter haphazardly? They move in different directions. They don't have any sense of direction. They don't even know where they are going. They don't know whether they will survive. That's that's the ground that Ghana is training on right now. We are all focused on having fun and 
it's not important how you how are you building the nation for the future generations to come and take over from you what are they learning from you they are they are learning the corrupt ways because right now when you go and you ask even a small kid that if you become a politician what will you do most of them know that politicians just come into power just to come and spend the, the country's money for what you go to IMF you borrow monies you go to UN, you borrow monies and you don't even see what the monies are doing for the country what are the monies doing for the country the youth con- they constitute a huge percentage of the country's population so what can you do to make sure cause it means if you want to push a particular group in the population to to improve development then it means you have to invest in the youth so what are you doing to make sure that the youth can come and enforce development in the country back in school we read a lot of social studies citizenship books and then we had all these points and I remember one day we were in class and then someone raised their hand and asked me to share a question she was like it's a government book and it's the government has gone through it and approved of the book so all these points that we are learning means they've seen them, right? They've read through them. They know what they are about. So if they know what all these points are about, why is it that they can't phantom with it or they can't think through it so that they can put these things into use and make the country a better place? And one thing that I've been thinking about and, and, and don't understand is that why is that political parties are associated to ethnic groups? Even people don't like to admit it, there is high rate of ethnocentrism and high rate of favoritism in the government sector. For example, if a certain party is in power because that party has a lot of northern people in it, you get to see that most people who occupy big positions are from the north. If a country, if a political party is related to a particular, this one, most of them are from the southern sector. Most of them are voters. Most of them are this. So when you just see, you can say, oh, this party is in power. This party. But why don't you pick those who have the skill, not those who are related to you? You need a minister of education. There is someone in the party who is very good at educational policies. That's the person you pick there. Not that person who helped you campaign. Not that person who invested in your campaign. Not that person who promised to do this for you. Not that person who promised to do that for you. If Ghana wants to change, mentalities have to change. The attitudes have to change. The values have to change. The policies have to change. And the nation has to change. Africa can be better than the US, than South Korea, than Japan, than China, than Russia, than all the Western and Middle East powers if you want to. Because you don't have the choice that they sit down and they bring you foolish excuse my language contracts and because you've borrowed from them and then you you need their help you don't have a choice but than to sign it because you know 
you are putting the country at risk. I hope and I pray that by the help of God, He one day gives us a leader who will take us to the promised land, to the promised level, to the promised development. Not a leader who will take us somewhere and make us like ants that don't have a sense of direction. Thank you very much. I rest my case.